With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to another episode of Dan Dan Tony Sports. My name is Dan Snyder. Joined tonight, like I always am, with Dan Beebe and Tony Casper. Dan O'Shea still out there. I guess no one's seen him yet. Remember, you can win some kind of prize if you go up to Dan O'Shea and say, Dan Dan Tony. All right, so make sure you do that. But guys, how are you doing tonight? Wonderful. Awesome. Fantastic. That's good to hear. We got a fun show. We're going to talk tonight uh, some NHL, some NBA, some World Cup. I know you're going to be shocked. World Cup soccer. Dan, who hates soccer, is going to talk soccer. Are you, though? I will. I will. Yes. Uh, I am sure. But we're going to get the show started like we always do, and that is with our pigskin poetry. The time is upon us. The comeback season. Canadian football is back, and Manziel is the reason. Johnny Football returns, but now in the CFL. He's with the Tiger Cats. It's time to raise some hell. Hamilton will never, ever be the same. Money Manziel is changing the Canadian football game. He now looks more mature, and he's not grabbing his crotch. The CFL is now even more fun to watch. Enjoy it while you can, because he probably will not stay. Most likely, he'll continue to just throw his life away. Yeah. It took, a, took a dark turn. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I get you don't like him, but damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that I don't like him. It's that I don't trust that he's... Not going to be found with uh, cocaine in his nose, and then he'll be picked Great. up by Dallas. I mean, I would, uh, I would go ahead and agree with that. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't think he's Leon Lett. Right, <laughs> some brutal honesty. Sorry, Johnny Menzel, if you're a fan and you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. Oh no, he's, <laughs> he is not. Definitely not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get one view from Canada somewhere along the line. Which we have. Oh, well, maybe. I might have spoke too soon. Hey, have you, have you heard about these guys? They talk shit about you all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah it's these uh, these Dan Dan Tony fellas, eh? 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 Um, but no, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure he's never listened to the show and never will. But. But. But he might. He might. <laughs> Uh, so those of you who don't know, Johnny Manziel is back on the football field playing for a team called the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. And he had his first game in, what was it been, two years? At this point, I think so. Maybe longer? I don't know. He's been gone for a while. Yeah. I mean, the last time he was in, Cleveland won. So, so that's been like eight years. Definitely over a year. <laughs> so that's like eight years now. <laughs> but uh, apparently he didn't do too bad. Uh, he, uh, I don't believe he threw any interceptions, completed his first pass. I think he went like 8 of 9 for 90 yards or something like that, which isn't bad for your first uh, 
you know, your first time throwing a football, especially in a uh, in a, a league where things are drastically different. Uh, like you can have a wide receiver moving toward the line of scrimmage. The goalposts are in the front of the field. You get points for doing different things. I don't know how to, uh, you know, keep track of it all, but it is fun as hell to watch. Yeah, it's like the American version, just a carnival game. A carnival game, I, I guess. Just drink shooting fish in a barrel. It's like yeah, a lot, a lot of lights. It's like a pinball machine. A lot of lights, a lot of things going on. Keep you engaged. <laughs> Make sure that you still get some of that football fix, but it's not the real video game. I just, I want to ask you guys a question, and without looking it up, can anyone name one other Canadian football team? Yes, Ottawa Red Blacks. The Ottawa Red Blacks, yeah. Swish, I I know that because I changed my fantasy team to that name the year I only had one win. I can. (laughs) And they were terrible, so I found the worst team in Canadian football. (laughs) <laughs> Buffalo Bills for two games a season. Buffalo Bills for two games to. a season. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I used to love watching the CFL, and every year I would pick like a different team to root for. The BC Lions, the Edmonton Eskimos, the Ottawa Red Blacks, uh, Calgary Stampede. I just enjoy watching football without having a rooting interest in any team. Mm-hmm. It makes it more enjoyable to watch if you're not, you know, anxiety-driven. And you don't know who any of these players are except for, like, Darian Durant, who played um, who's played for quite a while. Now Johnny Manziel is there. You got Fat Eddie Lacy, who's playing Fat in Canada. Fat Eddie, that's where he ended up. That's right. Yeah. Uh, wait, is it him or is it Trent Richardson? I thought it was Trent. I didn't... I didn't... Maybe. But Eddie Lacy was super effective for a season and disappeared just like Trent did, so I don't know. Yeah, one of them, they're in Canada. They're the, they're the same person in my mind. <laughs> but um, but Canadian football is so much fun to watch, in my opinion. And now it's going to be even more fun that we're going to get the shenanigans and antics of Johnny Money Manziel. Well, he's got to go somewhere. And you know what? If you really want to... You're all allowed to try and resurrect something. I guess the CFL is the best option you're going to have. It's not like quarterbacks haven't come out of the CFL before. I mean... Um, Doug Flutie. Flutie. I mean, Kurt Warner. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not impossible path to take. I mean, if he's... It, it also... Him playing in the CFL kind of, to me, is a... Is a show slightly of his maturity that he's willing to accept... That if you really wants to be serious about this, you're going to have to go through the gauntlet to do it. So, him even being on that team is showing that he is something that he's taking at le- at the very minimum more seriously than he took his NFL career. I think he took his NFL career very seriously. The problem is, I think he took the wrong part of it seriously. He took the money, the fame aspect Okay, career, but that's not what we're talking about. That's not taking your career seriously in the NFL. Everyone says it every draft. If you want to be good in this league, you're going to have to work for it. You can't just be gifted anything. This is why I think that Josh Rosen's a bum. No, is it? Yeah, Josh Rosen? He went to the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a bum. He's never going to be successful in this league. I'm calling it right now. 
Really? Yes. His arrogance is overwhelming. He thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's going to get blindsided in one game and not remember where the key is. Perhaps. I mean, you never know with rookies how it's going to go. I happen to think... He has Larry Fitzgerald, who's out there with a walker, and he's got, what, David Johnson, who... who I should have a walker. Disrespect, don't disrespect my man Larry Fitz like that. I'm not disrespecting Carrier, him. His career Carrier is Hall of Fame, but to think that he is going to be... That's this guy I ever saw with a walker before. I mean, yeah, listen, I respect Jer- uh, Fitz's entire career, but to think that he's not aging in that system is naive. Oh, of course he is. I mean, he's in there to try and secure his name in the top three receivers of all time. That's what Larry's out there to do. He has no delusions of Super Bowls at this point. No. Hmm. No. I mean, his... his he screwed out his Super Bowl. He yeah, did. He'll probably go to the Patriots at the end of 1-1. <laughs> oh, like God. James Don't say that. I'm just saying it's what they do. It didn't work for it's James true. Harrison. It didn't work for James Harrison. You're right. Uh, but I think... Um, Getting back to Johnny Manziel, I think that this... Why? I spent so much effort getting away. Because <laughs> it's the topic at hand, Tony. Ah, boo. I think uh, he's going to have himself a, a good career in Canada. I think that's where he should be. I think be. he makes it back in the NFL. I don't. I do. See, I think there's a lot less pressure on him in Canada. The game is a little bit slower, so it'll suit him better... Especially now. I think he's going to do what Jimmer Fredette has done. And Jimmer could have easily come back to the NBA. NBA teams wanted him. He wants to be the face of Chinese basketball. I think Johnny Manziel is going to end up staying in the Canadian Football League. And he's going to be their poster child for the next 10 to 12 years. He may be their poster child for a while. But I can I can almost guarantee with Johnny Manziel, if anyone comes knocking, he's taking it. Anyone. Perhaps. How great would it be to see him with the Albany Empire, though? Yeah, I'll take that. That's fine. Right? How awesome would that be? I'll, I'll take him just for this sheer spectacle of him being around here. I'd pay 50 bucks a ticket to see Johnny Manziel. Uh, <laughs> I can just go to the block party and wait until after. Yeah. He'll be well, there. Well, I mean, well, yeah, with all that alcohol and drugs. Yeah, of course. Same, you know. <laughs> but I'm... Cheaper than a ticket. It is cheaper than a ticket. Uh, I personally want to see him do well. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't have any reason to believe that he's turned a corner and he's not going to you know, get a, a text from someone who probably shouldn't be contacting him. And he's not just going to turn around and go back to the, you know, the bad times. I, I mean, there's always that possibility, but I would not be surprised, and I'm going to say it now, he will be back in the NFL somewhere. It may, it may even only be as a backup. Where? Where do you think he's going to be? I don't know. But things happen, man. This league, there's nothing promised here. And nothing puts more panic into NFL teams than a quarterback going down and the backup imploding. We've seen it happen time and time again. All the time. It's very rare that the backup comes in and then outshines the person. I mean, we've seen it, Tom Brady. I, mean, I was just going to say, how many how many careers has Drew Bledsoe started? He got hurt, Tony <laughs> Romo comes in. 
He gets hurt. Tom Brady comes in. He is responsible for for at least two very good careers in the NFL. Yeah, just by getting well, himself knocked out of games. Exactly to blame. Here I was blaming the Jets' defense for knocking him out, but, you know, it was Drew the whole time. It was Drew the whole time. And you can't blame you can't blame the Jets defense for anything. They're lucky that things like that happen. They're not they're not very good anymore. Mm-mm. They used to be. They used to be great. Back when yeah, we, they got hope. Yeah, back when they uh, went to the two straight uh, AFC, AFC championship games. You think it was Mark Sanchez and Sean Green that got them there? Well. Sean Green did First of all, their their quarterback situation is the best it's looks it looked in decades. From well, top to bottom. No, no. I don't. Yes, you have Bridgewater I, back I, there. I agree with Tony there. Come we've on. Got, we've got uh, an old player coach in McCown. We've got uh, Teddy Bridgewater who, you know, could light it up or could, you know, end oh. up not being anything. And then we've got Sam Darnold who's one of the best prospects that we've ever had, so I think things are, are looking pretty bright. I mean, they did take a gamble on Hackenberg, but... Yeah. <laughs> but... Well, well I, not not knowing what we know now, going back to... Hackenberg the, is why I think Trace McSorley's going to suck this year. I don't think Trace McSorley's going to suck I this do. year. I, I do. He's not going to have that running back. He's not going to have Saquon in the backfield that teams are going to have to care about. He, it, your team's going to regress, calling it now. No, they're still going to be nope. double-digit wins. Mm, barely, if no, that. No, they're going to. Anyways, we're not talking about that now. We've got like a whole month before we before we get to argue this. But anyways. I need to trash talk, man. It's what I do. We'll, we'll get to the trash talking Crab in a little bit. football trash talk. Yeah, we'll get to it in just a few minutes. Yeah, that's what Maryland does. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't necessarily trash talk. I mean, people in Maryland... I haven't had my crab cakes, so hang on. <laughs> yeah, uh, but... Going going back to when they were going to the AFC Championships, I 100%, if I just needed quarterbacks to not screw the game up, it would I, I would put my money on Mark Sanchez and Greg McElroy being able to hand the ball off no problem. I thought that that was good for what they were doing. So it depends on how you look at it. Now they want to be a team that throws the ball as opposed to a team that dominates on defense and gets small chunks. So back then, that was a good tandem to have. Now it's, you know, you know the Jets will be the Jets, I guess. Now it's, you know, yeah. Eh. Do you think the Jets would take Manziel? I, I hope not. <laughs> they already made that mistake with Tebow against my screams of protest, so. I mean, given the Jets' track record, Yes. They would try. That I mean, that's just going off of what they've shown me in the past of their decision making. It depends. It, it, it depends on what happens after. Will he get back to the NFL and have a successful career? Because if yes, then the answer is no, they won't. But is he going to come back to the NFL and just be total trash? Then yeah, they'll probably take him. I, that's I how. For their sake, they wouldn't. No, I don't see why the Jets would take uh, Johnny Manziel. You gotta, I think, in order to pick up Manziel, give him a contract, 
you you a have to be in a place where he can shine. Uh, B, you have to have a coach that'll know how to deal with his BS. And you C, would have to have a system that he can work within and not have to really change things up too much. So what system would that be? That would probably be the Saints. Depending on if Sean Payton's there. If Sean Payton's not there. Because he knows how to get small quarterbacks to play big. That's what he's done with Drew Brees for a long time. And uh, Johnny Manziel's bigger than Drew Brees. Or Russell Wilson leaves Seattle. And then, what's his name? That moron who makes bad decisions. Pete Carroll. Yeah, that guy. Takes him. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna pass on the one yard line at second and two in the Super Bowl when you have Marshawn Lynch, you're dumb enough to take Manziel to lead your football team. Really quickly, did you guys see all the stuff on Facebook, the memes of LeBron holding his arms out at Jr. Yeah, like and yeah, one, and that, one, those were amazing. One of them was Marshawn Lynch. Your, what the look of your incredulity on his face was just like. As, you know, a Knicks fan and someone that had to watch JR, it was just like, yeah, that's that's what I that's how I felt a lot of the time. Well, first of all, two things about what you just said, O'Shea. First of all, Dan D'Antoni Sports Word of the Week, incredulity. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, and two, I saw a meme going off of a different meme, I guess. Uh, a picture of... Section. Yeah, a picture of J.R. Smith, uh, you know, trying or a, a gif of J.R. Smith uh, dribbling out the clock, and then it stops and says, "You can take the player off the Knicks, but you can't take the Knicks out of the player." <laughs> right, right. But anyways, my favorite one of those memes was someone photoshopped Marshawn Lynch's head onto. Onto LeBron James' body and Pete Carroll on Jr. Yeah, yeah, I, said, I thought I was getting the ball. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. Anyways, uh, so Johnny Manziel back in Canada, comeback season. He already played in the spring league, right? Now he's in Canada. Mm-hmm. Is he going to make it to the NFL? We don't know. Tony thinks so. I think he's going to. Thrive in Canada, and I think he's going to stay there. Let me do, let me make it clear. I don't think it's going to happen immediately. It's going to take a couple of seasons of him actually proving one that he can play, and two that he's got his head on right. Because given the disaster he was his first go around, NFL owners aren't going to. They don't have short memories. They they hold on to these things, especially when it comes to a quarterback where. Everything is under a microscope, and no one's going to take that risk on him if he can't prove that he's at least going to be competent. I mean, he does have to prove that he, you know, can read a defense. Because if he can't read a defense in Canada, then there's no chance you're reading a defense in the NFL. No, probably not. Because, I mean, no offense to Canadian Football League, I am not, not very good at football, but... There's no way anyone can even come close to saying that the Canadian Football League is a good preparation 
for the NFL. Don't tell yeah, I, I, think, I don't think anyone's arguing with that. So, do you think now that that Johnny Manziel is in Canada that he's going to attract other players who are looking for jobs in the NFL to Canada, i.e. Colin Kaepernick, uh, Robert Griffin III. Uh, do you think you're going to see more NFL players try and prove that they can do it in Canada and then try and come back to the NFL? Maybe. That's hard to say. I mean, if it works... Yeah, you have to light it up in Canada. Um, you can't just... You can't just play well. You need to be, you know, out of your mind over there in order for that to happen, I think. I agree with that statement. Yeah, I I agree as well. I don't think that you're going to see like a mass exodus uh, to the Canadian Football League unless the NCAA doesn't, you know adapt new rules or adopt new rules excuse me and adapt to changing times i can see a lot of players deciding that they don't want to play in college because they won't get paid for it and going to canada or what's the uh the xfl or uh was the aaf that's going to be coming out in a couple years so i mean maybe you'll see a lot more people who are you know, great football players playing in Canada. But I think this is the first step, and it's going to be a while before that happens. But Johnny Manziel, for right now, he's played one game. There's not much more that we can say about it. He looked okay, didn't screw things up. I mean, so, he had to He had to try. I mean, you can't, I mean, this was the only opportunity he was going to get. If you really want to do this, You've got to take your opportunities where they come, and beggars can't be choosers. It's a good way to put it. Beggars can't be choosers. But... I mean, he tried to be the first time, and that didn't go well. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... That's fair. That's, that's a fair assessment. Johnny Manziel, if you ever want to come on the show, we are open to having you. Uh, you can come sit in my living room with us. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have a good time. Uh, but for now, nobody would be bothering him too much. Yeah. I mean, except for you, except for me. Yeah. I mean, mean, if he ever listens to this, that's not happening. So, I mean, I'll be all over him. Like I was on Yale the other week, right? That's, I don't want to know what you would do with him when I leave. That's on you. Well, regardless, we're going to move on now before this takes an even worse turn. Oh, it it could. It could. Don't doubt it. Johnny the Man Manziel. Oh yeah, don't don't grunt like that. Anyways, anyway. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on now to the NHL playoffs. Mm. Tony, what the hell is happening to your Golden Knights? The pipe is the best defenseman of all time. <laughs> J.R. Smith? No, the pipe. <laughs> yeah. They've hit the pipe at least. Four times each game. I might be exaggerating, but I'm pretty sure the total number is like seven Dan, in the last two games. Dan O'Shea is over here laughing at the J.R. Smith with the pipe thing. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I get it, but I mean, it, the, the last score last night looks more lopsided than it was. Again, the Vegas is getting pressure. 
They're getting good opportunities and they're not cashing in on them. And you can't afford to do this at this point in time. And they're not catching some of the bounces. They are hitting the pipe. But you're going to need to cash in on those opportunities if you're going to play defense as badly. Because they're leaving Marc-Andre Fleury in no-win situations. Oh, it's so bad. It, it is. And the passing is not crisp. And when they do get a good play together, they're like it's like a pipe drill in the beginning of the game. Well, let's see who can hit more pipes. Well, how about you focus on putting it in the net? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're aiming for the pipe, Tony. Well, it certainly seems that way. I, I think uh, Washington. Washington just looks like they have a new energy. I. I don't know where it came from. Just cut him sleeping. But it's it's, it's coming from Ovi, man. He's he sees the goal and he's just like he's on just 110 percent just overdrive whatever crazy russian drugs this is this is the well maybe uh he's russian um the uh you know the caps have never gotten this far and he knows this might be his only chance for a cup so he's just i i I just feel like he's just got a fire under him here drink this better than vodka and him and uh (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Kuznetsov have been dynamite together. They have. They're, they're, uh, their points for versus against us like, for the playoffs when they're on the ice is like 118 to like 30 or something ridiculous. Like they are very effective. It's it's insane. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I mean, their team is stacked, and Yoshi's no joke either. Yoshi's incredible. The things that he does in his just. For a guy named TJ. What impresses me most about him is his situational awareness on the ice. He seems to know where everybody is at all times. And he's always laying like, oh, I'm just going to dump this off behind me nonchalantly. Oh, there's a guy streaking into the goal? How'd that happen? So he's kind of fields. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, you're like, you don't see it on the TV. You're like, what is this imbecile doing? Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> yeah, that's pink. Man. Yeah, and it's like, I don't like it. <laughs> oh man, but I'm like yelling F up and F him up every time he touches the puck. Kill him! Test him! He's doping. Seriously. <laughs> but uh no, it's it's been insane. This whole season, we've really been talking about how you know, even early on that the Golden Knights, they just look unbeatable. They look uh, like you're not gonna stop them. Did it when the playoffs started how many of us, and I know we picked different teams to, to win, mm-hmm. how many of us didn't think that gold, um, I almost said Golden State, that the Golden Knights weren't going to win? I certainly thought so, just because I was watching them as a fan, but I mean, they looked like they were the team that was poised to actually be in the best situation to lose. I mean, the Capitals struggled to even get here. Fun fact, the Capitals have blown the most 3-1 leads in NHL playoff history, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Sports fan <laughs> fact. That's great. Good stat to point out. That is that Just is saying, so not all is lost. And we get to go yeah. back to Vegas, thank God. No, it, it's not over till it's over. I'm I'm not counting Vegas out um, until it's, you know, until we, you know, we have the Caps hoisted the Stanley <laughs> That's Cup. That's a good point, yeah. Um, that being said, I did like this play. This is 
watching Vegas play these last two games specifically, and not so much in the third game, but it's it's overwhelmingly sloppy. It, it's almost like they're playing at like fifty percent care right now to me. I mean, and you can't. It, you, you got this far. You can't do this now. I mean, you said it. You said it yourself. It's like Marc Andre Fleury has to do everything. Like he's gonna have to come out of net and score goals. I mean, he would in warmups. Yes, last shot of warmups. He took it to the other end goal and he made it. So yeah, he might be practicing. Now I just want to know. He skates out of there. Give me your stick. Has any team ever put two goalies on the ice at the same time? I don't think you're allowed to do that. Why not? As long as the second one doesn't. Hang out in the, the goalie crease. Why can't you have a second goalie out there? I, I just feel like there's got to be a rule against that. I, we should look into that. Because <laughs> if you have a second goalie out there, someone who clearly knows how to play defense, while the rest of the team looks like they have no clue what defense is. And then you'll just play four on five for the rest of the game? Yeah, they look like they're out there. <laughs> they look like an NBA team right now playing no defense. Well, yeah, that's true. It's just so many lapses in judgment and bad passing and, like, poor puck handling. It's just pathetic. And then when you do get a shot on goal, up, ping, every time. It's like, yes, good shot. Oh, and you hit the pipe again. Go and figure. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Someone sounds bitter. I am bitter. (laughs) How How do you hit the pipe that many times and you don't get one bounce? Ask JR. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know why JR doesn't get any bounces because he doesn't try. <laughs> JR's the kind of guy that's just there to suit up. He's just happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you can't be a guy on a basketball court not knowing what time it is or what the <laughs> score is and be in the game. Jim Ross does suit up. You, you literally can't. <laughs> like, is there any time that Jr. has been on the bench and they're like, hey, Jr. go in. And he's like, oh, man, I forgot my shoes. Probably. Because that's the type of person I think Jr. would be. Like, oh, Jr. take off your warm-ups, you're going in. Oh, I didn't wear shorts. <laughs> you're you wearing mean? them right now, Jr. <laughs> what do you mean? Jr. you're wearing shorts. Just th- Those are rip-away pants. Like at, half, like at timeouts, I expect him... To walk over the other team's huddle. Not to try and pick up knowledge. He's just done not that. sure where he going where he's going. He does that all the time. Like he Man, he's like he he plays the way that Eli Manning looks. <laughs> Tony. What? That's what that's the way I view it. Oh my that's gonna be my favorite quote from this. He plays the way Eli Manning looks. Yes, confused, lost, unsure of his existence or being. Not really <laughs> sure why he's here or how he even got here. Like he's trying to puzzle together his day. Like, did I turn off that light? That's that is insane. Like, I can at least understand Chris Webber, like, trying to call a timeout and not having one. Okay, you're in college, the throw of the moment. But, like, he he got the ball, and it was like he dribbled out, and he looked at LeBron like, I thought when he hit the rim, you had to take it back. 
Like schoolyard ball. Yeah, like that's what he was thinking. Like it hit the rim, man. I gotta take it back. And LeBron was like, dude, we're in the stadium. We're not on Ninth Street. <laughs> I tweeted because I, I thought it was really, uh, really funny. Uh, and I guess it wasn't as funny as I thought it was. That that wasn't that wasn't really J.R. Smith. That was Kwame Brown's burner account. <laughs> oh, Kwame Brown, <laughs> terrible. God, I don't know. That being said, let's go Knights. I still got faith. We're going back to Vegas. When's the next game? Thursday. Friday? Yeah, I think it's I think it's Thursday, Thursday isn't it? Yeah, not tonight. Not tomorrow. The next day. So, Tony, you being the Knights fan, how how are they going to beat the Capitals from here? Play better. How? Play better in what aspect? Everything? Like, Dynamite analysis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they need to score more. Like, okay. Yeah. Thank thanks. you, John Madden. Yeah, as you say, thanks, Madden. Defensive spacing is going to be key for them because they all seem like they're rushing to the puck and not setting up to actually get a solid defense to begin with. Passing, you need to sure up your passing because it's in stick handling because there's so many pucks that just get away from them when they're on a break or they're not looking ahead through their passes. Maybe they're telegraphing them, but a lot of times they've been broken up or they're not <coughs> being hit in stride. And then the final one is put the puck in the goal. Stop hitting the pipe. Like just spend the entire practice shooting on a goal. Just everyone. Just shooting on a goal and not hitting the pipe. Anybody who hits the pipe has to take off their skates, run around the building, and come back. Because I, it's get it's getting ridiculous. And then the defense is just sloppy. It's it's like oh it's like oh puck, 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 puck. Oh wait a minute, there's four other guys in the ice and no one's guarding them. Yeah. I mean I can't really knock penalties because the penalties have been pretty even back and forth. And, I mean, that game was closer at one point. I believe it was 2-4, and then it just it got out of hand. So, I don't, I don't really take last night's performance as a overall for the series because the three games before that were all extremely entertaining games. It's the way yeah. hockey should have been played. So, I'm not mad with the product I'm seeing. I'm just mad at the sloppiness that Vegas... They've got to tighten everything up. Specifically defense passing, shooting. I mean, I'm okay if you're getting pipes. That means eventually things will break for you, but everything else needs to be tightened up if they want to have a chance at this. I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's a reasonable criticism. Um, but, yeah, I, I, just, I just want the rest of the series to be entertaining because... Uh, last night's game wasn't really. It was uh, it was pretty much over uh, right away. <clears throat> yeah, three nothing in the first quarter. I mean, that was. I mean, I I dealt with the first goal, accepted the second goal, but the third goal I was writing out notes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just getting. It was just getting depressing, and it. But th- that being said, as the series itself, like you said, the uh, like I mentioned, the other three games, those were all entertaining games. That's where, good hockey to watch. Where did you watch the game? At home. Where? I started off in the living room, then we got down 2 nothing. went to my room, and it was 3 nothing. then I was like, I'm done here. Okay. So you're, uh, 
Your theory doesn't apply anymore. I should have started in my room is what I understand from this. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's that's a, a good a good assessment. So I'm does any order Grubhub on Thursday and have them specifically my apartment room all the way back on the left. Just have one of your roommates hand deliver it from the door to you. I don't want them touching my food. You don't want them touching your food? No. No? Fair Nate point, fair point. Nate might be there. Uh you may never get past him. Uh <laughs> God, Nate. Nate, when are you coming back on the show? You're probably not listening right now, but um, he better I better be. I can't imagine he's doing anything else. It wasn't at my house. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to try and imagine what he's doing right now. I'm pretty sure it's an image I don't want to see. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> the does, does anyone else think that it's over? Because I think at, at this point, Vegas looks completely deflated. Ovechkin looks like he's. Going in for the kill. Does anyone else think it's over? Because I do. I think next game ends it. I mean, it worries me. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that it doesn't because it it does. Because, again, like you said, Ovechkin is playing out of his mind. He he knows how close he is. He knows he's never been here before. And I don't think that he's squandering that opportunity. That being said... This it still gives me a lot of faith in Vegas going forward because I mean they have a great they had, they had a team that gelled quickly together and has played well. Most of these guys probably won't leave because they feel accepted here and what they're stocked with draft picks. Yep, and they have a uh, they should have an exciting free agency too. Vegas's future is extremely bright no matter what happens in this series. Well, yeah, you don't put that many neon bulbs on the street for no reason. Or on a hooker. I mean, what? I mean... I mean, you get both in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, I... I guess you could. I don't know. I don't know if that's the wisest thing to do. Not to mention, how are we... How... The Vegas home court, or ice advantage doesn't mean as much to this team because it's a team full of Russians. They're like, gamble? Oh, you want to play Russian roulette? That's real gambling. <laughs> Whatever this is with chips, child's play. This looks like something we entertain kids at Christmas. <laughs> my kids, my my toddlers do shots. I drink bottles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all that's in all these in water bottles. Seriously, it's yeah. Be vodka. No, that, that's what I said. That's that's the joke I made. Here, drink this. Forget water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, uh, Mexican, we're supposed to be drinking water. This is water. Russian water. <laughs> I don't know what you don't understand. Yeah. Russian water. You, you get it. Mexico, Corona, vodka, Russian. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Guys, let, let's not talk about the doping for a few minutes. Let's... Doping is part of water. Yes. <laughs> One of the chemicals that goes in vodka. Yes. Vodka, dope. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've offended an entire country. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you want to you want to do some favors in this country? Hack this podcast so we can get more listeners. Yes, seriously, seriously. If you're if you're listening, Putin, please share this with everybody. <laughs> share this with everybody because we want to go worldwide. Yeah, no, we'll be the number one podcast in Russia. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but wait, we can't because we talk crap about Trump. Ah, 
the toilet. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't talk crap about Trump. And I mean, expect as long Russian... as we don't say anything bad about Putin, I think he'll let it fly. Listen, we can't talk crap about Trump and expect <laughs> to be big in Russia. That's like going to PBS and talking about how bad Big Bird is. It's their puppet. Uh, Sesame Street is on my HBO, so PBS doesn't give a shit what you say about Sesame Street anymore. <laughs> okay. Just right. to throw it out. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, for, for correcting me. But you get the idea. He's a puppet. I, you don't I, mess I, with yeah, their puppet. I, I mean, if you really want to transition, you might as well just go on over to that stupid topic I don't care to talk about. What's the, ne- what's the topic you don't care to talk about? The, any White House visit. I don't, I don't care for your theatrics. Okay. We're going we're gonna to get to that, but... We're going to talk about that later. Uh, <sighs> Speaking of being a worldwide podcast, which we would love to be, uh, do you know what's happening next week worldwide? World Cup. The World Cup. I already did my ESPN predictor. I don't know what I was selected. I'm just mashing buttons here. Okay. So <laughs> let's just let's just run down the World Cup because it starts next week. I think the 14th is the first... Day of games. Uh, so, teams that are not in the World Cup. you got some pretty big teams here. Italy. The uh-huh. Netherlands. Chile, Chile. Canada. The United States. You said big teams. Yes. America's not a big team. Grow up. Okay, America might we're not, not be... We're not good at soccer. But we're, we're almost always good enough to... To get the you tried good job participation. Yeah, I mean, I guess America is the participation trophy of soccer. <laughs> no, the participation trophy of soccer is whatever host team that's terrible at soccer, <laughs> like Qatar. Qatar, congratulations, you're part of the World Cup. Yeah, because you're hosting. That's okay. why. So, let me put it to you this way: when I think of American soccer. American soccer is the retirement home for all the really good players. Um, Once they're done playing in the leagues that matter and people actually care about, then they come over here so that they can finish out the rest of their fuel and still look like a superstar. I think it used to be like that. I don't think it's like that anymore because... Hold on. Ibrahimovic came in and hit a goal from right outside half field. Listen, like we're jokes. No, 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 no. That, that's that's not what I'm. I'm not saying. Oh, so you are implying we're jokes? No, I yeah, we're jokes. Okay. Our, you know, I just want to make sure that you're aware. What, of this. what I'm saying isn't the same anymore. Is players aren't retiring from UEFA or anything, and then coming to the United States. They're doing it in the off season. They're like, yeah, let me make some money while I'm not playing the real soccer. First of all, do you know how our All Star Game works in MLS? Uh, there's an all-star. There are all-stars in MLS. There is, but wait, it's not east versus west, north versus south. No, because who would go to that game? No one. What they do is they take the, all the all-stars from MLS and then they invite a really good team from Europe to come play them and then still get their asses kicked. Yeah, they play Bayern Munich. They oh, this God. year they're playing Juventus. What? Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Why don't you like? Pick a team that's like, you know, good, but like we have a chance, like Celtic. Like, because this is. I, the MLS is like high school. Everyone gets a chance. Like, take Major League Soccer and play like the Cameroon national team. Like, yeah, they make the World Cup every time, except for this year. 
But it's like, a chance for the world to, from one one really big powerhouse in the world, to be to watch a game against the Americans and go, oh, well, at least they're trying. Don't they look cute? Yeah, but I think that's that is a. I mean, I guess it's not a dumb way to to do it because I've <laughs> I've suggested that idea for other things. Like, I think the way the All Star Game for Major League Baseball should be done is it should be. The American MLB All Star, like like they have the what's it called? The World Baseball Classic. Yeah, World Baseball so Classic. So you have the Team America versus Team International. Yes. America would probably get smoked. Maybe. I mean, that would make sense. At least they're they're all in the same league and they're divided, or and it would be a, a the, competitive match. The other the other league that is known around the world is Japanese Baseball League. The absolute best of Major League Baseball versus the absolute best of the Japanese Baseball League. There's your all-star game. I like the other idea that you had first. But let's go back to the World Cup because baseball's still too long away. All right. So without looking it up, who knows who won the last World Cup? Brazil. No, they did not. They won the Germany. Olympics. Germany won the World Cup. Yeah, Germany, yeah. Remember Germany Messi. Beat Brazil 7 nothing. Uh, oh, yeah. You're right. It was embarrassing. Lionel Messi just just sailed the kick over the over the goal, um, but yes, Germany, Germany is the defending World Cup champions. Hmm. All right, so is anyone going to actually be watching the World Cup? I will. Okay, I'll, I'll be watching. Okay, I personally here's like why I watch. Game, but I'll be watching. Here's why I watch. Because. How much money do you have invested? I don't have any invested. What? What I like most about it is going down to like a place like the beer garden where they shut off like part of the road. And they and do they a block just party. have view parties where they have different games going on different things where you can just hang out with a bunch of people. I am telling you, soccer fans are in out of control. You don't even have to watch the games. You can sit there with your water and just watch these lunatics lose their in mind. And it is entertaining. Maybe we should maybe we should do that. Like as a as a Dan D'Antoni collective, let's go to uh Wolf's Beer Garden or wherever, uh and watch some soccer games that I don't give a crap about. I I enjoy like I'm I'm caring a, I'm starting to understand soccer a little bit more but like You kick a ball. The World Cup I no, it's I mean as far as the leagues play down, it's way more complicated than that. But World Cup is it's kind of like Olympics to me. Like I'm I'm gonna watch because I'm gonna see how the world's gonna play out. Do I have a horse in the race? No. Who do you want to win? Who do I I don't care. I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't I, don't, I know who I think is gonna win. I have a prediction for a team to watch that I don't think anybody's going to watch because I think they're gonna be successful. And I have my finals and I think I know who's gonna win. Who do you think's gonna win? Brazil. You think it's Brazil? Who do you think is going to win? The rest of the teams. What? I'll look it up and I'll get back to you. Literally pick any team in the world. Any team? Just go, just go ahead and pick a country. Uh, yeah, you said Germany. Let's, Germany. Let's that's Germany. actually my finals match. Is Germany against Brazil. Uh, what I'd like to see would be Germany-Belgium. That'd I mean, be that, fun. That'd be entertaining. That? My dark horse that I don't think people are going to... I think nobody's giving them any credit, but they're actually going to be really good, is Egypt. Of course, Egypt's going to be good. They have a great goaltender, and they have some massive. They have a striker and a midfielder who are pretty beast. 
All right. So, Dan O'Shea, are you going to be watching? You said you're going to be watching the World Cup. Are you rooting yeah. for anybody? Uh, not really. I mean, U.S. is knocked out. So, uh, I'll, I'll root with, uh, with my fiance's family for Argentina, probably. Okay. Argentina. So, I'm rooting for Germany, even though I don't like soccer. Dan Baby's rooting for Germany. Tony just doesn't care. I told you, I think Brazil's going to win. You think Brazil's going to win? Yes, right. mainly because most of that team is the Paris Saint-Germain team. Okay, and we've got Argentina. Plus and not, they're getting Neymar back, so that changes everything. Plus plus not to mention they won the Olympics. Oh, yeah, that's the gold in the won. Olympics, right. yeah. Uh, so I personally will probably watch a little bit of some games. I'm mostly only interested in Germany and Belgium, but... We'll see. Who knows what the World Cup will bring. I watched it in high school because they let us out of class to watch it. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. <laughs> That's why you watched it. Yep. They let us out of class. Anything. They let us out of class to watch the World Oh, wait. It was middle school. Mm-hmm. Also, it, also the uh, NCAA tournament. Oh, man. I had a, a, a college professor. Uh, he was awesome. And uh, we were in one of our classes and it's the guy that bet the games. So, yeah, no, no, nope, different teacher. But he was awesome uh, because he was talking about how you know we're going to do basically nothing in class, and then turn on the computer, turn on the projector, and we watched Oakland versus Texas NCAA tournament back in two thousand nine. <laughs> That was the best professor, like, ever. That's fantastic. I yeah. I wish I had something like that. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's now teaching at University of Minnesota Duluth, so you're never going to get to see him. But Woo! Man, he really Pretty wanted cool. to get away from people, huh? Now, he's from Minnesota, and that's where wow. he went to college. Did his... Well, there's only one of two options. You either are from Minnesota to end up there, or you wanted to get away from people. That's a good point. Or you just so happen to get selected to one of those teams and you have no choice. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Or you're Jimmy Butler and you go voluntarily. Oh, wait, no, he was traded. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have a choice. Yeah, no. But, uh, so, I'm not all that excited for the World Cup. Uh, Tony is. I'll watch some of it, but this is probably going to be... It for me talking soccer really until the end of the World Cup. So mm, we'll see. I hope you enjoyed it because it's not going to happen much. <coughs> but do you know what is going to happen a lot? That is What's that? Baker Mayfield being your MVP. Uh, in, order, in order to be an MVP, you have to be the guy that everyone wants to be around. Baker Mayfield is just that. According to Jared Tokers of NFL Draft Insiders, he said, The hashtag Browns source told me, internally, people are continually blown away with Baker Mayfield. Never, and that's in all caps, have we seen teammates gravitate to someone like this. Clearly, Baker Mayfield is doing something right. And that's why he will be your 2018-2019 NFL MVP. In addition, Fantastic. in addition 
to uh, to Baker Mayfield being the NFL MVP. I just want to say all the comparisons that I've made between Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield were absolutely right. They're both dicks. <laughs> well, yeah. as long as you can admit that. Yep, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they're basically the same person. And, uh, you know, just because you're a dick doesn't mean you can't be the MVP of the NFL. I mean, look, Tom Brady has been many times. Cam Newton's a bit of a dick at this point. At, laughing at women talking about routes. Like, ooh, cool it, bud. I'd cool it if I were you. Uh, anyways. Uh, so we've got, uh, we got some uh, sports tweets of the week. Nice. And I think we've got some... I'm surprised. Something that Tony actually enjoys that I have come up with. It makes me proud. Makes me proud. All right. So first we're going to start off with Blake Bortles facts. Because they never cease to come up with funny things. This dude is freaking hilarious. Hmm. All right. Love, love following him on Twitter. Uh, Blake Bortles facts. So funny. Blake Bortles facts tweeted, Blake Bortles has never been told that he can't come to the White House after winning the Super Bowl at Eagles. (laughs) Uh, Barstool Sports tweeted Ian Rappaport was called a liar by linebacker Michael Kendricks for breaking his signing with the Browns even though Rapp was 100% right the entire time Ian Rappaport then then, uh, replied with a shrug emoji and fire (laughs) I don't know if you guys had I don't know if you guys had seen what's going on with this, but Ian Rappaport said that he was going to, that Michael Kendrick was going to sign with the Browns. Michael Kendrick then called him a liar. It was then reported again that he was going to sign with the Browns. When someone, when uh, I don't remember who it was, when a reporter called him and asked him, Michael Kendrick just hung up on him. Wow, that is freaking great. Michael Kendricks keeping it dick. <laughs> Maybe he didn't even know at that point. You know, the agent just did it. <laughs> it's possible. Could you imagine if you find out like your agent signed a deal for you and like you didn't want to be with that team? You gotta. I mean, you gotta have talked about that ahead of time. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty drastic move for the agent to be like, "Yeah, well, I worked this out for you." Yeah, Good you're luck. Gonna- you're going to go from the Eagles to the Browns. Yeah. I think it's a good career move. Jarvis Landry's there. <laughs> Jarvis Landry's there. You get to play with Jamie Collins. He's nice. <laughs> uh, anyways. You also make $20 more million dollars a year. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yep. Okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, the next one, at uh, a 27 tweeted, JR's goal for this evening. And it's... Uh, an image of him uh, mocking the Simpsons, Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard, and he's repeatedly <laughs> writing, I will remember the score. Yep, I already knew where that was going. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's definitely uh, definitely one of the better ones that I've seen, but I still I still prefer the, uh, the Marshawn Lynch on LeBron's head. Oh, I'll give you one. There was a meme that was out there. 
where they're both sitting on the bench, LeBron and uh, JR. JR's turned to him. He's like, yo, we're losing by 20. LeBron goes, yep. And he's like, I know, but we're losing. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, I'm just letting you know I know what the score is. <laughs> and LeBron just says nothing. That's great. I kind of feel bad for JR. We'll get into this a little bit later. But if you're a good team, even if you're losing, and someone messes up, shouldn't you, like, I don't want to say comfort them, but shouldn't you, like, acknowledge them at least? He did. He acknowledged them by asking, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, no, after that, like, they showed a video of him walking by his entire team, and the only player that, you know, does anything or says anything is Kyle Korver. Gives him a high five and looks like he mouths, it's all right. Yeah, the rest I saw of... that. It was like two minutes and like no one said anything. And I'm like, is that just like the fear of LeBron or like what's going on there? No, it's like a child. You have to deal with it. Go sit over there and think about what you did. I mean, in all... You're in time out. In all fairness, if Hill wasn't the one or if... Was it Hill that took that three? Uh, I'm not sure. Hill was uh, shooting the foul shots. Hill was shooting the foul shots. Who took the three? Do you remember? Was it Green? I think it went up after the buzzer, didn't it? No. No, it got blocked. No, no, no. There was a th- uh, a three that was missed because the ball should have been in LeBron's hands for that final shot. Hmm. Yeah, but LeBron was busy yelling at him. Like, what are you doing, dude? Ah, uh, it's... Semantics, anyways. We'll get into we'll get into Jr. and LeBron when we talk about the NBA Finals. So, got a few more uh, few more funny uh, funny things to talk about from social media. NFL <laughs> NFL Draft Diamonds tweeted, "Anyone want it?" Uh, retweeting a uh, a uh, I don't even know what to call this. Um, it's a tweet that's, uh, from a place called Master T, at Master TES. You can bid on J.R. Smith's Game 1 jersey. Hashtag NBA Finals. Highest <laughs> bid is currently $345. Um, so, I want it. It's not gonna fit me, but I want it. <laughs> Alright, we've got, we got two more here for you. Uh, the f- uh, next one is at Giants Pro, Giants underscore Pro underscore. That was the most badass national anthem ever. Colin Kaepernick would have even stood for that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there was a great national anthem um, before the game two. I don't know. I didn't see it. No, I didn't. I, I don't watch. Yeah, I don't. I don't really watch the national anthem when it comes to. Uh, comes to sports you know i'm busy scouring the field for who's kneeling whatever Mm -hmm. uh like i said i have red zone they start when the ball kicks off okay nothing before that that's i mean i like watching the pregame analysis and all that i don't care about your predictions tip it off kick it off let's go i'll make my own opinion all right that's and that's tony for you you should, we should have a segment on here called Tony's Opinions, where you just rant for like a minute straight. If you want to do it, I'll find one thing that I can rant on, I can assure you. You do that every week? Oh, uh, probably. We're going to start that next week. Fine. We're going to start that next week. This going to be fun. Hmm. Um, I'll find something or someone. Or someone. Uh, and the final one here is actually a twofer. Uh, it's two tweets. Uh, at 
Oh, well, it's Juju Smith-Schuster, one of our one of our faves. Mm-hmm. We love Juju. Tweeted a photo of him and LeBron James. Cavs in four. Never doubt the king. Day later, Cavs in five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Juju, thank you for that. Cavs in six? Yeah, now I'm sure he's going to go Cavs in six. But, I'll beat him to the punch. Yeah, Juju, you keep doing you, man. You are hilarious. You are fun. We here at Dan and Tony Sports love you. And if you are listening, we will send you like a t-shirt next time you score a touchdown. Just like lift up your jersey and show our logo on TV. And we don't have the money to pay the fine that you're going to incur, so you're going to have to handle that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got this. Yeah, so best fantasy football pickup of 2017 right here. Oh, Juju Smith-Schuster, so good though. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna do fantasy football coming up next month. Oh no, not next month. That's only June. Saying August usually is when it. Yeah, I thought we were in July. I don't know what's going on in my head. Start research. Nope, doesn't hurt to start research. But if we keep saying nice compliments about Juju Smith, maybe he won't sue us. Maybe he won't. I'm trying to find Juju on Fortnite. Yeah. Gonna try and find Juju on Fortnite. I've never played Fortnite. It, it entertains me because it doesn't matter either. You're, either you're in it and you're good and you're you're still just playing it. But the second you die, you can be like, "Screw this game! I'm out of here!" And then be in another game within ten seconds. That's maybe I'll try Fortnite. Well, I don't even know the premise. What is Fortnite? What what do you do? It's a battle royale. Okay, <laughs> so you get a hundred. You have different abilities that you can do. You can have, if you're online, you can play with somebody else, and you can go in teams of two, teams of uh, three, teams of four, or you can go by yourself. 100 people are thrown onto an island, and you have to pick up guns, resources, so that you can build things if you want to for protection, and there is a storm that collapses in on you every certain number of minutes. It is a battle royale, last person standing wins. Have you ever won? I've gotten fourth as my best so far. What do you get if you win? Win. Okay. You get to win. Okay. <laughs> it's not easy to win. I can assure you. There are some serious tryhards that play this game. <laughs> serious tryhards. Apparently Juju's one of them. He plays a lot, apparently. So does the NBA. And David Price apparently said he had gotten crap on his fingers, like blisters, because he played the game too much. It's like, dude, you're a pitcher, bro. Put the controller down. <laughs> what What do you play it on? Like, what systems is it on? I play it on... It's on all systems. Xbox, PC, um, PlayStation. And you, if somebody has a PC, you can play with them on either one of their systems. Because Nate will play with me on his laptop behind me so that I can yell at him in real time. Oh, okay. It's nice. What are you doing over there, Nate? That's what happens. You get shot when you start drifting from the pack. Okay. I'm not coming to help you. You're bleeding out. all right uh so that's our sports tweets of the week guys now we're going to uh we're going to talk about something that is very frustrating so our president uh is a child we know this uh now Usually what happens when you win a national championship or a Super Bowl, World Series, whatever championship you might win, traditionally, you get to go to the White House. Okay? 
Now, the Eagles are the Super Bowl champions. The Eagles also have a lot of people who are very politically active. A lot of players for the Eagles decided that they didn't want to go to the White House to celebrate with President Trump. There are those, though, that did want to go, and we're going to be going there today. Except at 7 o'clock last night, Trump said that they're disinvited. Uninvited, not invited, whatever the proper mm-hmm. word is. At 7 p.m. the night before, Trump informs them that there will be no uh, ceremony for them. But the ceremony will still happen because his dumbass ego has to have all eyes on him. They're still going to do the flag ceremony. They're still going to do the the military bands and all that that they were going to do. It's just now that the Eagles won't be there. So that that... Brings me to my first question. I want to hear all of you guys uh, talk about what, or answer this question for me. Was this Trump's plan all along? Was this his entire plan from the time that they won the Super Bowl? Have them say they're not going to come, convince a few of them to come, and then the day before just embarrass them and uninvite them? Because it seems like that's a dick move that he would pull. Are you asking? I, I am. Oh, I, I, I didn't hear the question. <laughs> it, it I, was, I, I was giving I'm you as much time as I do this sure with this administration. What what's what's real and what's not? So I I just I don't like the Eagles, and I know that a lot of the Eagles players disagree with Trump, and I know Trump disagrees with a lot of the Eagles players. But I just can't understand why Trump would do this. For years, teams that disagree with the president have still gone and, you know, gone to the ceremony. Under Trump, or I'm sorry, under Bush, excuse me, do you think all the teams that won national championships or Super Bowls or whatever, do you think they all liked George Bush? No. But... Hardly any of them were ever like, we're not going to go because, you know, George Bush is the president. This is what, like the, the third team now that has refused to to go see him? The Warriors didn't go. The Eagles didn't go. Uh, who was it uh, that Villanova didn't go last year, was it? Or no, who won the uh, NCAA tournament last year? Was it Kansas? I think so. I don't remember who it was. I don't, Duke. It was Duke. Well, I don't know. I don't yeah. remember who it was. But I believe they didn't go. So why is it that in the span of a year you have three teams who refuse to go uh, be in Trump or be in the White House with Trump and you've never seen anything like that before? I mean, it's just... I mean, how many people or how many... Politicians or presidents got that involved in the sports world and interjected like that. That's another thing you got to consider. The most interjection that George Bush has is you know he almost died eating pretzels watching a Rangers game. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, the most Obama had was he filled out a bracket. I mean, he, you don't these people don't interject in sports because it's not their realm because you have bigger things to do. 
Despite the, despite the fact that Bush was a sports guy, owned a baseball team. Yeah, they and they're Obama sports played people. basketball. Yeah, but they're sports people. People have plenty been into sports that have been in the office. It's just the fact that they have a job to do. Yes. It's a pretty important one, actually. I mean, wait, let's let's not mince words here. Trump does love sports. He golfs a lot. <laughs> He tried to he tried to buy a football team and move him to Canada, despite the fact that he is uh, you know wants to keep everything in America. Yeah, tried to move a team to Canada. I don't know that he actually tried to move to Canada. I just know that he he wasn't going to get ownership. And this is like his vindiction coming back. I also have to say that I really I really don't care. I'm going to be honest with you. I I don't watch when a team goes to the White House because I don't care. This is just pageantry. That's meaningful to whoever's involved but it as a true fan do you care that your team went to the White House because I'm pretty sure you're more psyched for the parade right no you are no this is coming from I mean if you were an athlete let's say you were Larry Bird in the Boston Celtics skipped a visit during Reagan's presidency in 84 Michael Jordan in the Chicago Bulls did not participate in a White House celebration during George Bush in 91 due to a scheduling issue. Due to a scheduling issue. Reportedly citing a scheduling issue. Okay. That was for both of them, as uh, by the way. Okay. But, okay, so it's a reportedly a scheduling issue. If you ask the Eagles why they didn't want to go, they, the answer, the most common answer would probably be dipshit in office. And the thing is, the reason that this is happening is, again, like I said, as a president, he's interjecting himself in somewhere that he doesn't need to be concerned about. This doesn't involve you. You're making it involve you because you're you're hijacking the anthem as a way to pander to the lowest common denominator of evangelicals who live in the middle of nowhere and have nothing. I mean, if, and possibly the military, I get their stance, but even military members are siding, even there are, there's a good number of military members that are siding with the guys that are taking me. They're like, you know what? I don't like that they're doing it to the flag, but I fought for the right to do it so they can do it. No, no, that's, that's absolutely correct. Uh, but there are so many reasons why politicians should get involved with the NFL, uh, one, why is the NFL still a non-profit when they make a ton of money? Or tax-exempt, right. I mean. Why are taxpayers paying for stadiums mm-hmm. for the billionaires? Why is there uh, a legal monopoly? So there are reasons. No, the people don't need to know about these things. There are reasons. Just tell them when the schedule is. There are... And who recently got arrested. <laughs> there are reasons why politicians should interject. But the, this is not one of them. Like I said, uh, you know, a monopolization, uh, but it's legal. How? I don't, I don't know. There's nothing that can ever You want to know why? Because it generates money across the world. That is a and good they're point. they're like, F it. We don't need competition for it. We're getting everyone else's money. And we're getting every, all of our people's money. That's, that's a good point. But... There are so many reasons why politicians should get involved with in the NFL. First of all, it actually didn't start off as a monopoly. There was the AFL and the, the NFL. We'll get they to just that. just merged. So, we'll get to that. I mean, are they technically two separate entities? You get two separate trophies. 
Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Uh, but the uninviting people to the White House because they criticized you is probably the pettiest fucking thing I've ever heard of in in all of sports. It's even worse than than uh, Roger Goodell suspending Zeke, suspending Brady. Like, should should if what Tom Brady did and the Patriots did for Deflate Gate, should that have a punishment? Yes. Four game suspension? Probably not. Probably not. Draft pick, you lose your first round draft pick. Done. I would have just made it uncomfortable for him. If you're going to cheat and you're going to affect the equipment, you have to play the first half of the season with only one shoe. <laughs> Make you uncomfortable. All right, yeah, show me you're the goat now, you jackass. Can't even wear foot. Can't even wear the shoe. Got tied around your left arm. And again, I want one shoe because I want him to be slightly off tilter. He has to wear the other one. Can't go barefoot. You cannot play quarterback. You must play wide receiver. And it can only be approved cleats by the NFL. So don't think you can try and customize this. Could it's you, not happening. Could you imagine? If uh, the punishment was you have to play wide receiver, you can't play quarterback for the first four games. Yeah, dude, (laughs) forget that. I would be like, all right, yeah, you have to be receiver in the slot. I want nothing but 15 out in routes. I want you hung out to dry. Yeah, Tom Brady, you can play quarterback, but you have to play left-handed. Don't tell me that the linebackers wouldn't be jumping for joy for that situation. Oh, my God. And you you don't get the quarterback protection. Of course not. You're a wide receiver now. Exactly. You still get the defenseless receiver and all that. No, I hope they, I hope they lay you out to dry, like wet laundry. Like wet laundry. Uh, anyways, it's I just also mainly because I hate for Tom Brady. I gotta say that. I mean, although I'm not opposed to my rule now that I'm thinking about it. Like, if you break a rule, it should be something obnoxious. I mean, that's 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 a good idea. Uh, you have to have a, a weird colored visor. <laughs> Yeah, like you have to, yeah, like something. I, I I don't know what it would be in certain situations. I gotta think about it. Like yep. PED use, you have to play the entire game of heroin now. <laughs> See uh, how much your performance enhances now, you idiot. If if you do something to a, a I don't condone heroin use, by the way. It's a real problem in this country. It is. It is. If you do something to alter the uh the outcome of the game or Something like that. You have to wear a mandatory name tag. They remove Brady or whatever your last name is. And it says little bitch boy. Nope. Got a different one for you. You now have to participate with the cheerleading squad for the rest of the season. <laughs> You're now part of that team because you can't be trusted to be in the game and have any influence. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> oh, man. And you have to wear the uniform. You have to wear the uniform. I'm not making you a male one. We don't have any of those here. <laughs> and you, you should call Michigan State. And you're gonna and you're gonna do it for the same pay that the cheerleaders get. Some of those cheerleaders only get minimum wage. No, they do the same amount. You just know you're gonna be on the general uh, the whole time. How about if you try to punt after a three and out, you automatically forfeit the game. If you try to punt after three and out, you automatically forfeit the game. I'm actually all for it. You get rid of the punt. Who cares? Just you should, you should be going for it every time. It is 4th and 24 from their own two-yard line. Go for it. Go for it. This is the right choice. That's what Pete Carroll would do. (laughs) NFL blitz rules. Yep. Oh, man. So, 
No one has anything more to say about the White House and the Eagles missing the visit. I just wanted to rant a little bit at how how stupid and petty shit has become. Just stupid. Stupid. Anyways, uh, one thing that I want to talk about that I didn't write on the agenda. If you're a professional baseball team and the draft is coming up mm-hmm. and you have a top 10 pick, what should you be doing with that draft pick? You should be drafting a baseball player, right? Mm-hmm. Then why on earth did the Oakland A's draft the fucking quarterback from Oklahoma? He's also a baseball player. Who's going to play football? I would leave and play he's baseball. Already, he's already said he's going to play football. I would leave and play baseball. You think Oklahoma's going to be good this year? You're delusional. Kyler Murray's all right. I think he'll he'll have he'll he's good. He'll have them in an okay spot. They're not going to be back to the playoff. Obviously, but. Of course you're in a good spot. You're in a, you're in a league that you're not going to get hit. Nobody plays defense. Oh, what are you talking about? It's a power five. It's a power five, man. They're lucky they have five teams. It's a power five. Do you know how power five they are? They're so power five that one of their better teams used their fucking linebacker at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And that was one of the better teams. Right? <laughs> Iowa stayed out of nowhere. <sighs> Whatever. They took down Oklahoma. That's all I cared about. But um, Kyler Murray drafted by the Oakland A's playing quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners, who's already made his intentions clear that he wants to play quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners. Okay? It's so stupid to draft players, especially at number nine. Like, I get the kid's talented. I get he could be a very good baseball player. Problem is, he's not going to be a baseball player. So why'd you just waste your draft pick? This is why the A's are a fucking laughing stock in picking the top ten all the time. What? Like, it's so stupid. So stupid. Again, I just wanted to rant for a couple minutes. Because, <laughs> I get it. That's like... Go, go right ahead. That's like the Broncos drafting Tim Tebow. He's a baseball player. Why? Yeah, no, get it out now. I'll show you how it's done next week. Yes, yes. Tony's I'll one figure minute. something out. Trust me. Something will happen. And the Tony goes to. I think that's what we'll call it. The Tony goes to. And he'll just. This week. Yeah. And he'll just give his like. It's not going to be an award. It's not going to be an award. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. When should we do that? Like, what part of the show? Probably right after you talk about Baker Mayfield being the MVP because then I'll be fired up. So between Baker Mayfield and the sports <laughs> tweets of the week. That's fine. Because okay. That's where my anger level is going to hit peak capacity. Every time that you mention him as an MVP. Are you going to do this, find a different person in every season that you're going to just grind my gears with MVP? No, I... See, it was a last-minute decision. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Because it, it seems like you were planning this. You went from Lonzo Ball to Baker Mayfield pretty seamlessly. It was a last-minute decision literally the day of the when it debuted. Yeah. Uh, what I was originally going to do, just do the sports <laughs> tweets of the week, but then I thought, no, we need something else because the, the Alonzo Ball thing was so big, so important to the show. It added such you know comedic relief uh, with, with Tony's just gasping and Dan O'Shea's like, oh, my God, attitude. And so I, I wanted to replace that with something... Else, that was going to be funny. And my original thought was going to be Johnny Manziel's comeback season. But it didn't look like it was ever going to happen. 
So I was like, that doesn't even make sense. I'm not going to have anything to talk about. So literally that day I was like, you know what? Baker Mayfield. Let's go. Okay. Anyways. So we'll let that fly. So Kyler Murray could be a good baseball player, but we'll never know because he's going to be a quarterback. Let's move on. Uh, so I think... <laughs> Why would you do football? Baseball, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> I mean... You make a bunch of money and you don't have to do anything. Yeah, but how many baseball players are like the face of their team. When you think of the face of the Yankees, who's the face of the Yankees? Pick one. Who's Josh. the face of the Red Sox? J.D. Martinez. Is it? Because Mookie Betts is going to be the MVP. Not with J.D. Martinez being tied in the ALF for home runs at 19 and having 50 RBI already. Mookie Betts is still batting 359. I don't care. Pick one of them. As long as they're winning, it doesn't matter to me. The only player that I could say is definitively the face of their franchise is the face of Major League Baseball, and that's Mike Trout. I mean, yeah, I guess you could give that argument. I mean, look at the in, look at the Asgardians. They have pitching in, in uh, New York for the Mets when they're healthy with Cindergarden and DeGrom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's the there's Astros. guys that can be the face of their their baseball team. Unfortunately, there's a lot of teams out there that suck. But I mean, even the Cincinnati Reds have Joey Votto, and they're awful. But who whoever sees the Cincinnati Reds, unless you live in Cincinnati or the city that they're playing in, that's not Cincinnati. Who sees the Reds? I would say Cano in Seattle, but he's suspended for like eighty games. And, and is cheats. it is it because I feel like even the, the I feel like it's still Ichiro Suzuki or Ken Griffey. I mean, yeah, you'll have those iconic people. I mean, you could, if you're talking about the Red Sox, you can make an argument for uh, Chris Sale being the face of their team. Because when he goes on the mound, he's at least lights out. The only problem is the Red Sox don't hit that night because they, they think somehow you can end a game like soccer. The only team in the NFL where you can't definitively say this is the face of the team is the Browns. I mean, until Leonard Fournette, could you say that about the Jaguars? Yes. If you say Blake Bortles right now, I'm leaving. <laughs> we might not like I'm it. I'm leaving. It was 100% Blake no. Bortles. Mm-mm. It was Blake Bortles until they realized he wasn't very good. And then they got Leonard Fournette. Yeah, years later. But they were rocking Blake Bortles. For how long? If that's your poster child... Three years. If that's your poster child, there's a reason you're blacked out in your own city. That's a good point. On a Monday night. There's no other game. <laughs> you get more fans going to your London games than you do at home. Okay, so name another team where there's not a definitive face in the NFL. Okay, one that plays? Indianapolis, because if you see Andrew Luck, I haven't seen him on a field in two years. It's still Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton. The- He's an, he's an all-star. Okay. All right. The Bears. Oh, obviously, it's it's Mitch Trubisky. He sucks. S off. Just because it's a new guy that's in the position doesn't make him the free face of the franchise. If that's the case, I'm going to think like Earl Acker. He's the one that they're marketing everything around. He's the face of the franchise. We, he's not good, but it's him. We don't have to Boo. like who it is. You just have to understand and accept that it is who it is. Boo. Boo. 
Yeah, boo. Because boo. you can find a guy that is marketing and is on the stupid billboards that's outside of every NBA, MLB stadium. Okay, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's the face of that franchise. He sucks. He is a daywalker. Joe Flacco is the face of that franchise. He sucks. Okay, just because they're the face of the franchise doesn't make him any good. Just because you don't know the face of the franchise for the St. Louis Cardinals doesn't mean he doesn't exist. Who is it? Who's the, who's the face of the franchise for the St. Louis Cardinals? Might be fam right now. It's hard to say. Who? See, it's not even anybody I've heard of, but he exists. Tommy Fam. I don't know who it's that is. It's also easier to follow football because you only have to pay attention to at max three nights a week. Not only that, you have you have twenty games tops. No kidding. But in baseball, your one you team alone has hundred and sixty-four games. Sixty-two. Whatever. We're splitting hairs over two and we're talking about 160 games? Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, Christ. This might, be, this might still be Molina, but he's hurt. Molina, yeah. No, it would probably yeah, be Adi Molina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we were able to come up with that. The only one I can think of is somebody, and I really have to struggle with being a Marlins, but that's because they're pretty much a single-A team. It's Derek Jeter right now. Which, which Obviously is a joke. because they're a single-A team. Oh, man. Yet somehow they're winning. The Mets still lose to them. I don't know how that happens. Because the Mets are a joke of a franchise. Uh, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. We all know that. It's common knowledge. You can't be a good franchise if you've given all your money to Bernie Madoff. <laughs> yeah, you're paying who, the same guy for the next 20 some years. literally made off with their money. Well, Anyways. Didn't that almost happen in the NFL, too? Never, never seen a more fitting name. Uh, any, I don't know if anyone's seen them, but I, I know you have, BB. The shirt with the Mets logo, with the Mets going Madoff. up in the writing. Yep. It said Madoff. And I wanted one so bad, but when I went to buy one, they were sold out. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yep. So, I don't know how we got on this topic, but Tony and I were yelling at each other, so it's a good, it's a good segment. Fine. I'm okay with it. Anytime Tony and I get into a heated debate, heated discussion, he starts yelling at me, I start crying. It's a good show. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I that's, that's, that's a recipe right there. <laughs> that and, oh, Reggie Ragland intercepted off his balls. Oh, that, yeah. Well, hey, Reggie Rag- Ragland not only can get tagged in the bag, but he can keep his composure and intercept the ball afterwards. I have oh, to get God. in the middle of this pass. Should I throw my hand up? Nope. Just going to put the speed bag right in front. Yeah. Then I'm going to grab the ball and I'm out. I'm gonna... Oh, man. <laughs> Let's move on to the NBA. <laughs> speaking of, speaking should... of scrotums, J.R. Smith. <laughs> I should tweet that. I read you raggling. Best ball catching like interception I've ever seen. That's on... Oh, yeah. J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. Smith, yes. Perfect transition. So, so what I said, talk about scrotums, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Um, so, the Cavaliers, man, they look really good game one. <laughs> till the final eight seconds. <laughs> uh, besides, while Tony searches for the words to say. No, I know what I want to say, but finish, finish recapping. Outside of those eight seconds... LeBron kept LeBron kept the Cavaliers in the game. He had to score 51 to do it, but he kept them in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The team looked energized. They looked like they could legitimately hang with the Warriors. 
But we all know the, the sad, hard truth is they can't. Tony, what were you going to say? I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't like giving this person praise because fuck them. But LeBron James, what he's doing right now, I mean, 51 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists in the first game. And to just have it pissed away by J.R. Smith like that, like, I actually have to commend him because it must have taken everything in him not to punch him in the right in the mouth when he was trying to explain himself. Because I would have hit him. I would have. I would have. I would have been like, "You're gonna kick me out of the game for hitting my own teammate." You know he deserved it. <laughs> I mean, what more? <clears throat> What more do you really want LeBron James to do? In that situation, on the road, game one. Man, that's unfortunate. That sucks. I actually slightly feel bad for LeBron because he didn't screw it up. But also, in the same sense, fuck him. So, I've been hearing that. What more do you want LeBron to do? What more do you want LeBron to do? On the field... There's nothing more he field on the court. There's nothing more he needs to do. It's off the court. He has more he needs to do. He needs to not try and control the franchise. He needs to not hold franchises ransom. He needs to be a smarter player and realize that his job is not front office or back office. He doesn't have an office. His office is the court. So when he denies trades, that. I understand that, you know, the star player should be involved in some things. But much like we were saying with Carmelo holding the Knicks ransom, he can't hold the Cavaliers ransom. Which is exactly what he's doing by not committing to playing there again. And not allowing them to move on from him while he's there. Let's be entirely real about the situation. LeBron, for the rest of his career, is running franchises. He is basically playing basketball while he does his internship. Because that dude is making money hand over fist. And if you don't think that he's going to have the amount of money to buy an expansion team when they decide to expand, I think we're naive in that. I mean, I don't think that I'm going to sit here and tell you that he's not going to be the next, you know... Jordan in the sense of buying a team? Oh, I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to... Because I think that's what he's going to do eventually. He's going to get himself in a position where he's ownership and he's going to make other people uncomfortable. That's what he does. He makes people uncomfortable because of how imposing he is on franchises. First off, Cleveland doesn't want people burning down the city. And that living that city is depressing enough. So they're just allowing LeBron to do whatever he wants so he doesn't leave. So the suicide rate doesn't spike. I was going to say not Michael Jordan, but more of a Pat Riley or uh, Phil Jackson. I think he's going to finish his time playing, move on to coaching, move to higher office. I don't think he'll be in coaching. I think you think he's he going to go right to? I think he would. If anything, I would see him being more of a GM in a bird situation. I could also see him taking a couple years away from the game and just doing broadcasting you really can't, and then getting back to owning a team. Because you really can't fault him in the way that he has constructed his team because he's constructed teams full of dog crap around him and still won. So he sees something in other people or he feels bad for them in the sense of JR because there's no other reason JR deserves to be on any roster anywhere ever. <laughs> But it's the same thing that we've seen with, like, all these other players. 
Like, LeBron James is supposed to be the guy that makes the rest of the team better. But in a lot of cases, it looks like he's the guy that holds them back. That yeah. may be true, but I mean, he's also, a lot of the times, he has to be that leadership guy. That's what he's expected of. And I, I hate to say it, but, and I'm not going to blame the other players, but in a sense, I do to a certain extent. Because I feel like with other players playing with him, they at times look and seem like on the court, that's no big deal. We've got LeBron. He'll take care of it. Which is ridiculous. LeBron should be the first person to dispose of that idea. I mean, what was the big knock that we had on LeBron James when he... He sucks. I don't think any of us here have ever said that he sucks at the game of basketball. Oh, at the game of basketball. I just thought you meant life. No. Uh, his big he's knock... He doesn't suck at life, but in my, I hate him. In my opinion, his, the big knock that I had on him when he was younger in his career is that anytime he had the chance to show that he was the guy, take the game-winning shot, he passed it up. It was like he was afraid of taking that game-winning shot. That's gone. He's fixed that. Like, he... Seems a lot more comfortable now with the ball in his hand at the end of the game. Except for whatever reason, game one. I don't know why, but he he's alleviated most of that problem that I had with his game. Now, it comes at a price because now he's playing a lot less defense. So it's like, he is there just to score, is what it looks like now. And the rest of the game, screw it, doesn't matter. But, I wouldn't say it's it's that to that degree. He's definitely not as active on defense, but I think it's it's like an energy saving technique in some ways because he's he is getting old, and you do like you see that with with veteran players all the time that they that they start walking. I would just like to say I'm offended that you called him old because he's five years older than me. <laughs> he's only five years older than me. For basketball, he's getting old. Oh, for basketball, okay. But, no, you're right. No, he is getting older, and a lot of times your defense decreases when you get older. But there are times when, unless it's going to be like a highlight block, he just has no interest in playing basketball on the defensive end. I mean, he's the greatest player in the game right now. That's, I don't think you can even question it. Number two is Kevin Durant, and he's miles behind. I don't think any of us can dispute that, right? We all we all agree. LeBron James is the best basketball player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now that we got that established, for yeah, those, so. I mean, they don't televise games in Bangladesh. So I don't know. <laughs> they don't tell. Well, it's because in Bangladesh, I'm pretty sure they can kill you on the court if that if they play basketball over there. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Anyways, I'm not questioning. His work ethic, I'm not questioning his desire to play and the amount that he cares. What I am questioning is where is his positive influence on the rest of the team? If there was one, he wouldn't need to score 40 games a night. Or 40 points a night. 40 games a night. There is no influence. He's not making the team around him better. He's holding the team around him hostage. That's the point I'm making. I... What's going to happen next year when he's in Philadelphia? Who are the Cavs going to have? I mean, who cares? That's not his problem then. Who on who on the team besides Kevin Love is you know as anywhere near prolific as half of the Warriors squad? Um, 
you know, he got them he got them to the finals and is now up against a, a, a juggernaut of a team. I don't know that you can't that you can say that he's not making his team better when he's not you know surrounded by a, a super team anymore. I mean, he's right. Who's the third best player on that team? Tristan Thompson? No, no. I would I, say it's probably George Hill. It's probably George Hill, depending on what you need. If you're talking about in terms of you know the third that's best, that's the problem right or, there. That's the problem right there. You just said in terms of what you need. That means there isn't anybody after the first two that's game is rounded enough to even be on the starting lineup for the Warriors. No, you're right. I mean, so he's got to do this right now. And if I was him, he doesn't owe Cleveland anything anymore. He owes them an answer. An answer to what? You'll get my answer when I finish playing for you in the finals because I brought you here the last four years. You're welcome. But if he's telling the team, no, you cannot trade for these people, trade for these people. You Because you want to win now. Because if you're gonna if LeBron is going to bring you to the finals like he has done, consistently without fail, you better put the people around him he thinks he has a chance to win with. Okay. I I completely agree with that. On the other hand, if you're going to say, I want these people because they complement my game, why are you bringing them there if you know you're going to be leaving? That's their problem. That's LeBron's problem. Not when he leaves, it's not. And that's that's one of the reasons I don't respect LeBron that's James. Fine. The you, same way That's I, fine. Yeah, I should. don't think he cares. Because he's going to do whatever well, he wants. No, he cares about our opinion. He listens. <laughs> probably does. Or at least has somebody. LeBron James, long-time listener. Never called yet, but, you know, he will. No, Mav Carter's working on it. <laughs> he's working up the courage. Yeah, if Mav Carter's working on anything, he's working on getting this show stopped right now. <laughs> Anyways. Because so, I started it with, you know, fuck him. <laughs> and then we went into LeBron. <laughs> so, game one. I don't know how we got this far off of what we were saying. Game one, very entertaining. Way more entertaining than I thought it would be. I'm sure way more entertaining than you guys thought it would be. Yeah. Yes. Um, game one, very good. Game two, more of what I thought was going to happen. Yes, exactly. We'll get to game two in a minute. Uh, but but the game's very good up until the last eight seconds. J.R. Smith dribbles out the ball. And I don't know what he was thinking. A lot of people are mad at him. A lot of great memes are coming from it, though. So meme game strong. Uh, but I think... What's really telling is what happened in overtime. LeBron doesn't... I think LeBron hits one basket. (laughs) The rest of the team doesn't do anything. (laughs) And the Warriors beat them by 10. Uh, Yeah, at that point, they were just deflated. Uh, And and I don't know that I can blame them. I mean, you're right there. You're shooting a foul shot for the lead. And then you you get the ball back... And you just you just don't do anything like oh god. I I think it's funny though uh, that you know everyone's talking about you know if he just made that free throw it's over. Except the worst player in the starting five for the Warriors is Sean Livingston. The worst player in the starting five is Sean Livingston. The the next who's the next worst of the big four. How would you rank them? KD one, Steph two, Clay three, Draymond four. Is is that? That seems pretty accurate. Does that seem about right? So Draymond Green is your 
Draymond Green's your second worst starter. Oh, he's an all-star. Oh, he's probably he, a future Hall of Famer. And he can hit threes. <laughs> and he can hit threes. He can defend. He, you know, has a low post game. He has a mid-range game. He has a long-range game. He knows how to control your mindset. He is almost a complete basketball player. Like, as complete as we've seen in a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's the second worst player in that starting five. Insane. Now, that's all going to change next year because I'm sure Clay Thompson's leaving. But yeah, Clay's going to get paid. <clears throat> Look, Riddle, listen, tell me what you think about this because I, I thought about this the other day. What's going to happen? How is LeBron James going to win another ring? This is how it's going to happen. LeBron James is going to go to Philadelphia and he's going to call Clay Thompson to join him. Clay Thompson and LeBron in Philly against the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Crazy idea, right? <laughs> I mean, that would be very interesting. It would give them everything they really needed to try and compete. That's if you could get Clay there. And the best part about it, LeBron doesn't need to be on the court for more than 30 minutes a night, and they'll still make the finals. Yeah, I think <laughs> LeBron would probably be a good person to really mold Ben Simmons into a better all-around player because Ben Simmons is already starting to emerge similar to LeBron as far as a big guy who can take the ball up the court. Yeah. And a guy that if he could get his jump shot could be extremely deadly because he's great off the dribble, but he can't he, couldn't shoot. He can throw the ball off of a boat while he was in the ocean. Yeah. He's definitely someone whose upside is extremely high. Problem is, his ceiling or his uh, floor right now is looking pretty low as well. Right. No, and he's you. closer to the floor than he is the ceiling. I'd say that's probably accurate. So, the Warriors. You know, it goes into overtime. Warriors take a 10-point lead and ultimately win the first game. Uh, first two minutes. Wasn't like a nine-point lead? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you could tell. It was it was bad. Draymond's out here hitting threes. Uh, uh, Steph is driving to the basket and dunking. Like, who knows what's going on in that game at that point. They're just having fun. Um, game two. Uh, this series right now is reminding me a lot of the Cavaliers-Raptors where LeBron hits a game-winning shot and just completely deflates the Raptors and then the Raptors get swept. So I think that's exactly what we're seeing here. I think it's I think four. I'm, I'm all in now on four. I think it's going to be the Warriors in four. And the best thing about that is if the Warriors do win in four... Or five. Excuse me. They have to have taken one from Cleveland in Cleveland, which means we all get a taco from Taco Bell. So that's where the real motivation is. Yes. Listen, Tony. If you take two, do you get two tacos? No, you don't. But if you bring a friend who doesn't like tacos, first of all, why are they your friend? Second of all, you get two tacos. Yeah. Where did you find find this animal? Seriously, I love tacos so much. Christine and I are going uh, to a festival of tacos in a few weeks. That is true. All about tacos. So, tacos, tacos, tacos. I could do a podcast all about tacos. I don't doubt that. (laughs) Anyways, uh, game two, it was close 
for a while. LeBron doesn't have anywhere near as good of a game as he had. But, yeah, you know, I, I find it comical that I'm talking about, what was it, 30 points as not a very good game? That's a joke, right? That's a joke, isn't it? Yes. And it's a joke of a game for a finals game, yeah. Uh, but they just didn't... They couldn't put anything together because the team was just completely deflated. J.R. Smith, he had himself a decent game, actually. He rebounded fairly nicely for uh, a player that everyone expected to get, you know, beat to death outside of, uh, outside of, uh, what's the name of the arena? Quicken Loans? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, Quicken Loans is, is Cavaliers. Yes. Oracle. Outside of the Oracle. The Cavs fans are going to beat him to death. Uh, but he he played very well for, you know, what he is, what they need him to do. And it it just wasn't enough. The the Cavaliers at this point, LeBron just looks completely gassed. I mean, he looks so tired. And now he's... So, he's doing all the work. He's got this bloody eye thing that he made up and all of that, which... Oh, he made up. <laughs> there were photos of him being poked in one eye and blood in the other. So my favorite is when he, you know, falls down and he puts his, puts his hand up. He's like, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't remember where I saw it from, but I saw it on uh, on uh, Twitter from someone who's got that blue check mark, so you know it's legit. Uh, a photo of him being poked in the right eye and then blood in the left. He got hit when the whole hand was on his face. <laughs> He's not, like, injecting something into his eye every time he's on the bench. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. What are you talking about? That's beet juice. (laughs) Anyways. So, game two. uh, Blowout. Uh, It would have been worse than it was, except the Cavaliers' second stringers were better than uh, the Warriors' G League team. (laughs) Seriously. Uh so, what do you guys think is going to happen in Game 3? It's in Cleveland. Do you think LeBron bounces back and is LeBron? Or do you think this is it? They're going to lose and it's going to be over? I think they got to, They might at least scratch one out of it. I still think they can take one at home. I'm going to stick to the Warriors in five. <laughs> um, that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors... To dribble a little bit there? Yeah. The warrior dribbles an understatement. He missed his entire mouth. Like, <laughs> I was dribbling like JR. <laughs> yeah, just, just dribbling. Need a bit. Um, but I, I, I mean, I can see it being in four. I mean, it depends on which game you're going to get. I just feel like they're probably going to surrender one to Cleveland at some point. And it'll probably be at home, but... Just, <laughs> There's well, no let's also let's play. also not forget like how the Rockets series looked. In the playoffs, the Warriors have not been nearly as efficient uh, away as they are at home. So, you know, we'll see we'll see next game. But the other and the other big thing is uh, Iguodala is coming back, so that yes. like, that might change everything. You know. Well, yeah, that changes everything for LeBron because it, I mean Iguodala is by far the best defender. To have on LeBron. In the NBA. He's not just on that team. The only player I will accept other than that is Kawhi. But Kawhi's the only one that even comes close. <laughs> it's Iggy. It's been Iggy. It'll always be Iggy. 
90 years down the road when they're in their when they're in their old folks home at 130 years old and they're playing some pickup basketball Iggy's going to guard LeBron and still going to be Iggy. <laughs> they're going to be out th- they're going to be out there thinking they're Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh man, remember that video of Bernie shooting the basketball at the primary? He's <laughs> like, "I have nothing better to do. Let's shoot some baskets." Yeah, that was great. He was actually pretty good. He was. I didn't see him miss. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to that's gonna be uh, Iggy at 130. Yeah. Being an old folks home in Florida. I, going back to the topic at hand, I think it's over. I think Warriors take it in four, especially because Iggy comes back. Because the Cavs have literally thrown everything they've got at the Warriors – and they're just not mentally on the right level to play with the the Warriors. LeBron is there. Kevin Love is there. Who else? Who else is? Jeff Green. Maybe George Hill. I mean, it, it depends. If you're looking for someone that can instigate and really play physical, then I mean, you get Nance. Put him on Draymond. Other than that, like, what do you do? There's how do you beat this team? The powerhouse. It's they need Kyrie. <laughs> that that's that's the long and short of it. They need Kyrie. That was another one of those good memes. What are you doing, man? I'm looking for Kyrie. Oh. He's in Boston. Oh God. <laughs> um, Isaiah Thomas was on some game show, and uh, he was like, he was losing, and he was, and he was like. Oh man, I'm about to get swept just like the Cavs. So. <laughs> yeah, he was on, he was on uh, Snoop Dogg's Joker's Wild. Oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was losing. It was perfect timing, actually. Quite impressive. That's great. That is great. All right. So, anything more anyone wants to say about the NBA Finals? No, seems pretty much a train wreck so far. No, I, I actually, I do have one more thing. Pretty cut and dry to me. This stupid scheduling. Why am I going multiple days in between games? I, I don't know. Like, okay. like, I don't get it. Why am I going multiple days in between games? Why can't I have a game Friday night and then Saturday night? Like, they're adults. They space it out for I'm them. sure there's something in the agreement that says they have to have a day off. They're adults. That's fine. And that's why they came to adult contracts and said they don't have to do that. And Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Well, F me, F you, JR. F you, LeBron. F you, Collective I can assure you, JR does not care about your opinion. He barely has time to care about the game. That he's in. What are you talking about? He was probably thinking about all the ways he's going to win the game. When he finally gets to the basket. So he had a series last series where a game last series where he went 0 for 9. 0 for 9. That was his stat line. Okay. The the Cleveland Browns were 0 for 16 for an entire season. It wasn't even just a game. It was a season. They had a whole season where they didn't win. Dude, you had more turnovers than points. <laughs> so does anyone who scores zero points. I'm just saying. He's not he's clearly not. In on this game, like he he's, he's does not care. 
I mean, JR's getting old as well. Because <laughs> if you watch old JR, old JR was a monster. Sometimes. So, he was. He was very good. Yeah, Even he's when he like was an idiot savant. Mostly it's dumb, but every once in a while there's a stroke of brilliance. Even with the Knicks, he had some great times. I mean, they were few and far between. But, but <laughs> he's he... kind of always been a, a very streaky player, though. You know, that, that hasn't changed. He's, <laughs> you know, he's always taking dumb shots, and when it's on, you're like, wow, that was miraculous. And when it's off, you're like, JR, I hate you so much. JR Smith is the exact reason why you should always set your expectations low, and you'll never be disappointed. Because when he does succeed, you're like, hey, that was pretty good. But I'm not going to have that much faith in you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So enough bashing of the J.R. Smith. I can keep going. I, I know you can. I know you can. It's not my fault. But, but, but you got a hockey team to worry about. Yeah. Anyways, this week in sports history, and Tony, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really hoping you wouldn't say anything about it. But on June 6th, 1966, the NFL and AFL announced merger. Oh, I didn't know that that happened on that. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'll it's... get to it later. Obviously, it wasn't much later. Yeah. Uh-huh. 50, uh, 52 years ago tomorrow. I thought you were going with the Namath. The... Oh, no. <laughs> no. That was just for you guys. Uh... That's hilarious, though. Uh, on June, I don't even remember what month or what uh, what year that was. Sixty nine, I think it was. Uh, Joe Namath was told by uh, Pete Rozelle, uh, the commissioner of the NFL, that he has to sell his bar uh, if he wants to continue playing in the NFL. He then resigned. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna go drink. What was that? I said, what a G move. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh, word, I have to sell my bar? Mm, I'm out. And then like 30-some years later, he gets on national television. Yeah, Susie Colbert asks him, what do you think about the Jet, the jet Struggles? And he says, uh, Susie, I don't care about the Jet Struggles, Susie. I want to kiss you. Well, he timed it perfectly because he does that now. He'll be lynched. <laughs> right? Right? Like oh, man. Dude, that would have been like one of those like off-air scenarios. Like, beep, and then it would like fucking click back to somebody in the studio. I don't know what happened there. We lost you for a minute. <laughs> let's, let's head back to Susie. No, don't. Don't. Don't, Joe. We'll get that connection back with Susie in a minute. Sir, come here, police. <laughs> hey, Mr. Broadway, come this way. Mr. Namath. Mr. David, stop running. <laughs> we know you won a Super Bowl, Joe. Stop telling us. Nobody can miss you in that giant coat. You still suck, Joe. More interceptions than touchdowns, Joe. Hey, man. Isn't Broadway Joe the one that guaranteed it and then did it? Yes. Well, well you can't fault the guy who, who does what he says. He was probably drunk when he guaranteed it. Yeah? Well, he talked the talk and well, he walked the walk. I don't sell my bar either. <laughs> I would lie. I'd put it under a fake name. Just, just keep it. Yeah, just put somebody else in the family. Yeah, why did you do that in the first place? Have you never heard of an LLC? I don't know. Come on, man. Oh, DBA? 
Yeah, but... Uh, no, LLC. You don't want drunk idiots falling and have to pay for that. That's a good point. Yeah, LLC all the way. A little and, liability here. Anyways, guys, this is a You're fun show. Business tips now, too. This is a fun show. <laughs> You're getting rants and educations tonight. Yes. Uh, next time you talk to us, I'm sure both finals will be done. Both. Yep. So we'll... Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll be able to talk about that in the past tense instead of the present. Uh, the World Cup will not have yet kicked off, and we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have a fun shows. What was that? Hopefully, get their fill tonight. Yeah, I hope you got your fill tonight because I'm not talking about it until it's over. <laughs> well, I will be. All right. If you want to find us, we're on Twitter at Dan Dan Tony. Look for us on Facebook at Dan Dan Tony Sports. If you want to send us an email because you're bored and have nothing better to do, that's dandantonysports at gmail.com. If you're the one random listener that we get in Maryland every week, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you listen. Call him. Yeah, I've never heard of Grassonville, Maryland. But please, send me an email. Say, say something on Twitter. Say hi to us. We want to know who you are. Because I'm just flabbergasted that every week we have someone in Maryland Who's listening? I'm going to find out everything I can about Grassland, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm afraid that it's I'm afraid that it's uh, Matt Rambo, and he's going to come beat us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for Dan, Dan, Tony, and Dan, have a good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.